Trade Square is Australia's first business-to-business marketplace connecting people, brands and organisations into this diverse ecosystem in a unique global landscape. Through pivoting, transforming and reshaping, Australian businesses have an opportunity to create the model for the future that aligns with the world's needs and leveraging the power of a collaborative approach. Through the Trade Square podcast, we will bring together dynamic, diverse and thought-provoking leaders from business, government and organisations to have conversations to further enable new thinking for the future. Welcome to Trade Square, Australia's leading business-to-business marketplace. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen and joining me today is Sean Matthews, founder of Banksia Consulting Group. This podcast is part of our Learning Square podcast series. How are you, Sean? Very well, Catherine. Thanks so much for being part of the Trade Square podcast. We are super excited to unpack everything in your world. So we will start with always our big question at the beginning. Who is Sean Matthews? Look, that is a very good question, (laughs) one that I've probably been grappling with all my life. But uh, what people who know me would say is that I'm a passionate, caring, supportive, innovative solutions person, um, really striving to to make a difference in everything I do. So really, um, that's that's just me, um, full of energy and um, and, and really want to make a difference in in areas that I see, um, see, that needs, needs that assistance and help. And so tell us about Banksia Consulting Group and the work that you particularly do that's aligned to the aged care sector. So Banksia, it's an interesting story around Banksia, how the name came about, because I think it really uh, resonates with who the company is today. Um, we started in August uh, last year and the business, the Banksia name, uh, oh, I walked walked to our local park, which is uh, in Botany, the Sir Joseph Banks Park, and there's a lot of banksia trees. And I was walking past a banksia tree, and I'm looking at the tree, and I'm going, these trees grow in any condition and any sort of weather condition, and um, it shows a sign of resilience. And I thought, that's a bit like who I am, uh, pretty resilient. Then I looked at you know the way the flowering of the tree on a regular basis and that was you know it, it flowers twice a year so it showed renewal and I like change and 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 renewal so for me the, the that's where the banksia uh, part of the the company came from more importantly I think where where this business is now compared to what it was 12 months ago is really the the focus is on aged care transformation and I guess with the aged care sector, the way it's going with regards to the Royal Commission outcomes um, and the, the, you know, the focus on person-centred care, that there was a real need and a new fresh set of eyes to come over aged care. So we're really looking at providing a balanced, um, unbiased approach to helping the aged care sector deliver optimal outcomes through our consulting business. Um, where we're focusing on, you know, really um, two ends of the spectrum around consultancy services to the aged care sector around, um, you know, to the providers and the service providers that are are providing that to aged care. So looking at go-to-market strategies, um, product and category markets, um, sales roadmaps for the the providers and service providers that are going into the the aged care sector, help them understand the, the problems that are in that area and, and work on that. 
Um, the other area is um, aged care solutions. So we're really looking about business improvement solutions around leveraging the right software uh, and technology to assist in organisational efficiencies, um, digital trans, uh, technology changes, um, and uh, also in that we're doing a lot in the digital technology solutions. So we've partnered up with SSOLIT, which is a... a, a the aged care healthcare sector. And then we're also looking at, uh, we're also providing a mental health and wellbeing solution, uh, partnering up with Enya Mindcheck, which um, I'm pretty, pretty happy with. So a lot of this is related to the challenges that, you know, uh, that are facing aged care. And it's predominantly around the funding area and the aged care governance, uh, the building of uh, genuine pers people-centred care, uh, workforce, and utilising technology and improving the industry. So that's where we see um, Banksia's opportunities to assist. It's looking at it from a clean set of eyes and not something uh, – and, and giving support to the change from both an aged care, aged care workers to the residents that they look after. And what is it about the work that you do that you are passionate about? I think I'm passionate about the fact that a lot of these elderly people, I think you get to a stage, the elderly community, uh, you know, that they become invisible. Um, and I think it's due to the fact that people think once they go into aged care, that's the end of the road. And I'm really passionate about changing that because I think these people deserve better. They deserve to have you know, the care and respect and to be looked after for all that they've done for the country and for the, themselves and, and, and just for Australia in general. Um, and I think what I'm trying to do is to really um, look at how we can support that change to, to make it better because obviously the Royal Commission has come out and, and it's, there's 148 recommendations, which, you know, where do you start? It, 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 there's so many different areas that need to be fixed. But I think it, most importantly, what I'm passionate about is really affecting change and transformation in that sector. I think it's long overdue and something that um, a lot of the um, elderly people deserve better. And so what are three things that you've done in the past 12 months that you are proud of? Well, I think I'm proud of the fact that we've started, started a, uh, I started a company from, from nothing, uh, pretty much set up from start and, and we've just evolved over that last little while. I think the other thing I'm, I'm quite proud of is the fact that we've managed to help organisations both from a provider and a service provider um, to uh, look at that and, and doing, doing work with uh, Trade Square and the pilot program that we, were, that we are currently working on at the moment. Uh, is exciting because we get to understand what goes on in aged care and, and how we can impact and improve change. I think the, the third and final thing is a bit, um, I'm working on a, a project at the moment which I'm, uh, is coming to fruition and that is um, around uh, a podcast series uh, looking at recording uh, elderly people's histories, life uh, careers, um, what they've done in the past. It's called Making the Invisible Visible. And I'm pretty proud of 
that I've started a pilot program on that and interviewed my mother, which was uh, interesting because I never learned a lot about my 76-year-old mother that I didn't know about and found out a lot more information and we've recorded it and now I can pass it on to family members and the family and a lot of people get it. And on top of that, I think the fact that I've, I've been double vac vaccinated, which um, is also uh, uh, an achievement uh, given the current um, current way we are with COVID at the moment. That is definitely an achievement, Sean, definitely. And just going back to your point about interviewing your mother, you know, it really is about the questions that you ask uh, and the right time that you ask those to get some of the answers that you might uh, that you might be have might have been looking for within the the depths of that. So uh, super super interesting. Yeah. And so, how over the last twelve months have you seen the sector really evolve, change, and transform? Look, I think it's a, a slow change. Um, it, it nothing. It, the aged care sector has been uh, going down a certain pathway for a, some time, and a lot of it's related to funding, uh, lack of funding. Um, and, and around governance, um, so there's a lot of change that needs to happen. It's, it's, it's happening, but it, it'll happen in, in, at a slow pace. Um, although a lot of people would like it to go a lot faster than it is. I think that there's a number of issues that they've got to tackle as well. And that is about the, the workforce retention, how much, how much of their workforce have they got. So I think it's, although there's a lot, and there are a lot of committees being set up by the government, related to that I think it's just taking time I think um, people are, are, are focused on improving the situation but I think uh, generally um, from my experience and working in the uh, with the aged care providers is that it's not as quick uh, a quicker change or transformation it takes a little bit of time and uh, and there's a support and focus there so I think from what I'm seeing at the moment, I think the change is coming, um, but it'll be effectively not as quick as we would like it. And I think it's all related to, um, you know, when you look at the, uh, the aged care sector at the moment, 60% are, are tracking negative EBITDA, which um, basically financially they're in the red. Um, and then you've got 40% that are operating with a profit. Um, so there's not a lot in the, what they're doing. They're relying on a lot of government input. Um, and I think that that's, that's, uh, that'll slow things down substantially. Um, although the, the re regulatory um, paperwork that these aged care workers have to use, uh, do every day as a consequence of the Royal Commission is uh, also slowing up how they uh, look after the elderly. So there's going to be some areas where they've got to look at the problem, the problem, and find a solution to that problem because the the solutions around time, and the time that and resource. And as a solutions driven human being that you are, you're in that right place to find those solutions to the challenges, right? Yes, that's correct. And and look, a lot of there's always a, a I've always got a solution for a problem, but it's just um it's how you get to that um how you understand what the problem is in the first place and what the real outcome should be. Um, you only do that by understanding each individual aged care provider is going to have their own um, challenges. They're not all the same. Some are operating quite well. Some are not operating well. So it's around doing that. 
I've always been really keen on best practice. What's best practice look like in aged care? And I think there's a real challenge in that space because I don't, I don't see where best practice is. And I think that's, that's ultimately the goal we need to get to, to be, um, if you're going to transform aged care, let's do it to a sector we're very proud of and something that could be world-class. And so how have resilient, dynamic and resourceful individuals played a key role in working towards that transformation of Australian aged care? Look, I, it, that's a really good question. I think, I think it comes down to a couple of things. Um, I think it comes down to really understanding the, the core problems and understanding where the, the, the key challenges lie. And, and, and it's easy for a lot of people to say um, it's this, that and the other. It'll be individually different to every organisation, but fundamentally it gets down to person-centred care. How, is that, how are we looking after our elderly? How do we change from an institutionalised organisation or sector into a more um, care-based focus, which allows people to get uh, enjoyment out of their life. Um, and I think those key things, those key aspects around resilience, it's, it's around uh, finding a solution to the problem. It's around um, communicating that in a way that people understand. It's about change management. It's a, it, all of those things have to have a um, significant play. And you have to be resilient because it's a, a long, it's a slow burn. It's not one of these things that happens overnight. You're going to see a complete turnaround in aged care. Um, it's, it's, it'll be a challenging period for the sector. And so finally, what's, what are some of the hot topics in your office at the moment that are really getting you excited? Well, the, the utilisation of technology to improve people both in the home and both in residential care is a, a real key um, key uh, opportunity. And I guess, you know, looking at um, the types of technology that can keep people safe at home um, at, at longer, um, ultimately I think the government would like to keep people in the home as long as possible and, and um, without going, uh, going into aged care. So all the steps are put in play to ensure that. And I think there's a lot of technology going out and a lot of people looking for uh, to support it. I think it's just finding the right, um, right area. And that's the exciting piece because everybody's excited about creating uh, a solution, a tech, technology and, and software solution that's going to make things a lot easier and uh, so that at the end, the aged care workers and the people working in the aged care sector can focus on quality of care, which is um, the, the most important thing. Well, thank you so much, Sean, for sharing your world and digging deeper into this very interesting sector uh, for us uh, and for Tradesware. So thank you. Thank you. There we go. For more information on TradeSquare, head to www.tradesquare.com.au and support Australian business economic recovery and growth with a collaborative approach to the future of business. Mm -hmm.